Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast, Joe. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is the end of Season 2 of Transformers Animated. It is our season wrap-up. Last time on Transformers Animated, it was the end of Season 2. And, oh boy, it was something. (laughs) Uh, I think Paul liked it more than I. But now let's talk about what we don't like, Paul, in Season 2, but kind of in the two seasons thus far. Uh, We're going to start with the Decepticons, Paul. Who was your least favorite Decepticon? I went with Swindle for all the reasons you mentioned in the episode that he's in, because he's just locked down with a different body. He's not really that similar to G1 Swindle. I mean, a lot of these guys are a reimagining of what they were in G1, but... It's it's swindled, but without the Combaticons. I mean, there was that stupid episode in G1 Bot, I think it was, where B-O-T. Swindle's kind of doing his own thing after he blows up the other <laughs> ones. But... The, the episode where they duct taped a young girl's mouth and dragged her away. Yes! That <laughs> one. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, can, I get where you're coming from with Swindle. I considered him, but the fact that Fred Willard voiced him, it was oh, just... Yeah. yeah, you like the I was like, I, I, that, that. that kind of just it won, won me over enough... But I do understand where you're coming from. I agree with everything you said. I just disliked Blitzwing a little more. And Blitzwing <laughs> has stayed as my least favorite. Um, I think he was my least favorite last time. I kind of can't remember. But uh, yeah, he's just, he's always a lot to take. He's very extra. He's just, <laughs> extra. <laughs> he's just a lot to take. Uh, I don't know. He still entertains me. I didn't pick him as my favorite this time. I, I can't remember if I did last time either. But uh, no, he still entertains me. But the, he's... Yeah, he's he's a comic relief character, except for the very rare instances where he's actually shown, you know, completely handing the Autobots asses to them. Like when Prime swings at him in that last one with the axe and Blitzwing just reaches out and stops the axe. Like, it. It's not even moving. He can handle himself. I'll, I'll give him that. Um, so uh, Decepticons aside, Paul, now who was your least favorite Autobot? Oh, I'm going to get in shit for this. I know I am. But I went with Ultra Magnus because he's an idiot he is. like he's just, there are no decepticons on this planet because the thing says there aren't any here but dude they're fucking out. why would optimus lie about something like that right like he's pretty dumb he, yeah, he does game from it the, the whole elite guard is really just heads up their ass the entire time with the exception kind of of jazz but maybe we just haven't seen enough of him yet maybe he is a dick <laughs> i hope not but even even sentinel where i said oh he's because he's a fucking asshole and all this and everything else but he's He's exactly that character. That that's the character they needed that the script demanded kind of thing, right? Like he's he's the Biff Tannen of kind of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't be the same show without him. Yeah. Um my least favorite was uh, I might catch even more shit than you did Bumblebee. Oh yeah. I know I've never been a big fan of him, but he, he annoyed the hell out of me. There were so many times, especially in this season, where he would be doing something stupid and that that had self-harm and go, no, I'm not. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I get like I, I, I for, to a point I get it when he was like, I want to go fast. Something's wrong with you. No, it's not. But like after a while, oh, you're you're gushing oil. No, I'm not. You're you know, you're like there's all you're, you're this, oh, I just ugh. he was such a I don't even know if stubborn is the right word, but he, he was so contrarian to everything it just got annoying after a while well that and his ridiculous obsession i gotta be the fastest i gotta be the fastest 
He Why? It's like in G1 where every Decepticon, I got to be the leader. What is your fascination with being the leader? But yeah, and then when Blur finally shows up and he goes around them at like a billion miles an hour, Bumblebee's like, all right, I admit it. I'm not the fastest. But that's just like, there's okay. another thing in the, that two-parter that just came out of nowhere. Okay, so B's just fine with it now. Yes. He doesn't say, oh, I've got to go faster than that. Whatever. Um, the, the least favorite categories always rile up the blood. Uh, so let's get through them. <laughs> Who is your least favorite human? I went with Porter C. Powell because this guy is fucking evil. Like, he has known criminals on the payroll. He keeps around, like, technology that was developed on human test subjects. Yeah. Like, Arguably the, uh, war criminals. Oh, he's he's just horrible. He throws an eight-year-old girl out in the street. Like, <laughs> man, at least call an orphanage or something. Like, really? Yeah. Uh, he's, I, I like the character. I, li- I like the way he talks. I kind of like that. But uh, the, yeah, he is an evil, evil person. Um, I, I went with his partner, Headmaster. Still, yeah, Headmasters. He, I was like, ah, do, is it Power Princess? Do I <laughs> Who do I nanosec? Who uh, fans on school? No, you know what? It's Headmaster, and I can't choose anybody else. And dear listener, if you've watched the show, you know why Headmaster's a dumbass. But oh, yeah, I just he still just aggravates me. Waxed hacks or salmon cannon, and oh, <laughs> it's just fucking annoying. And then where he's like just thrilled beyond belief to have an eight-year-old girl's bedroom as his new laboratory. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy. It's all oh, that was very, very, very creepy. <laughs> he's um it was kind of neat to see the headmaster unit come back in the f- season finale and no headmaster himself. and not him I, it's yeah <laughs> it's almost like the writers are fucking tired of him too like i've said before that one thing this show does well although it is annoying at times is introduce a thing and then kind of not really use it for the first one or two appearances and forget about it for a while and then it just shows up in the script as kind of oh yeah there's that thing in this world headmaster units are a thing and they can show up now and i kind of like that a lot to be honest yeah all right uh let's talk about something else we don't like the last thing we don't like uh least favorite episode paul well we just kind of talked about it it was return of headmaster because it had headmaster it had sentinel it had powell getting away with crime and it, it had him calling the great lakes international waters but i mean <laughs> he did mention the mountain so that that was kind of cool it's like it's like in ghostbusters when they mentioned nova scotia we're like hey look at that <laughs> uh, it was just a dumb episode i thought yeah it wasn't very good it was also that like bit where it was kind of the start of powell just talking to fan zone i guess having his private number or something but yeah uh, i was going to choose rise of the constructicons because it was a meh episode and it, it yeah, just I felt remember like you a, saying you hope it's the worst episode of this series <laughs> but then i watched a bridge too close and i'm giving a tie <laughs> to a bridge too close part one and two i they tried to do a lot of big things in it but they hadn't laid down the groundwork and like i just said this show has been pretty good at at the long game of like, here's an item, here's a character, they're going to come back in seven episodes and that's when they'll matter. Yeah. And and they'll matter because you remember them and you're used to them. This was just like, hey, here's Omega Supreme, aren't you sad that he's dying? Like, <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Yeah, because he was, he was already dead for two million years and they just brought him back now. Yeah, like, and you know what? I fine. know that all you need is Sari's key and more all spark and you can bring him back again. Yeah, if you ever find out where he went. But you yeah. know what? With this show, it doesn't matter. The key will point the direction somehow it'll <laughs> magic and whatever but enough of that crap paul let's be positive yep who's your favorite decepticon it's still megatron i it's i just good. 
I always go for Megatron, I think, in these things, but I just like this Megatron. He has this no fucking around attitude. Like, nobody can put a dent in him. Like, remember the time where he picks up both Constructicons, one in each hand, just slams <laughs> them against yep. the wall? Yep. Like, and, like, even in the last battle, he just grabs Optimus by the scruff of the neck and uses him as shields. <laughs> like, it's the only use that Optimus Prime is to this guy. That was a great visual, yeah. And <laughs> just Optimus laying in there limp. Uh, yeah, I, I can respect that. I even like his vehicle form. I think they incorporated the gun into it fairly well. Yeah. Like the dual rotors is cool. I'm with you there. And and personality-wise, yeah, he doesn't fuck around. Mine was, oh, it's kind of a cheat, but I went with Black Arachnia. Mm, I wouldn't say a cheat. She only shows up like once this season. Mm. But when she was on screen, I liked it. I liked her plan. And honestly, that last bit she had with Optimus when she was like, he came back for me. I was, she had me. Like, yeah. I, she tricked I totally, me as well as she tricked Optimus. She got me too. Yeah. A weaker writer would have like, hey, she shows up and she teams up with like Angry Archer and they rob banks or something. But this actually, everything that happened was character related and it worked really well i so i i thought that the time they gave her on screen was enough um and dense enough with good stuff that she was my favorite well i, I don't even think it's like they didn't give her a happy ending yet either. No. whether or not they're ever going to but like she is a very tragic character like she can't she's been told you can't live without your organic half but she doesn't want to hear it she has to get rid of this thing and then every time something goes wrong like yeah i'll help you get rid of your half of you but i'm gonna keep the organic half and get rid of the robot half when she teamed up with head or not headmaster meltdown. meltdown right yeah. like yeah i really like her okay uh favorite autobot my favorite uh well we talked about when we were planning this for ever that we might do favorite regular and recurring so i have two answers favorite okay. is regular is prowl for all the reasons we said last time he's just the stealthy fighter that i always like in these things but if i had to pick an absolute favorite it would be jazz like i really wanted to see a lot more of him because he's only really does anything in like one episode right and yeah phil lamar is just channeling scatman carruthers like the voice it's perfect G1 jazz. It really like, is. The vehicle mode is close enough. His attitudes about Earth are kind of the same. Like, hey, man, that was awesome. This is great. I love this place. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. He's, I even said earlier, like, he's he's the one thing on the Elite Guard I really liked. Um, I can agree with that. So I went with Prowl as well. Um, and again, for all the same reasons, he's just he's just a solid character. And the humming in the season finale was a little dumb, but but everything else I really like. Yeah. If I had to pick a, a kind of... You know what? I might go with Jazz as well. Oh, he's a good character. Yeah, let's say I'll go with Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, favorite human? Uh, I've went originally with none of them, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm still Captain Fanzone. But so uh, did I, I kind of like Nanosec this time around. Like he was the one bright part of an otherwise stupid episode. Like how he and Slow Mo kind of hooked up, and he's like, "I like to watch sports." Okay, when Angry yeah. Archer's like, "What well, man? Why are you trying to make off with that TV?" Like, <laughs> so, so I chose uh, Fanzone as well, and we'll get back to him. But uh, I had a special commendation specifically to the duo of Nanosec and Slow Mo when they were together and they were flirting that was a lot of fun on screen that was yeah. a really good meet cute um but back to fan zone yeah kind of the same reasons as uh last season he's solid he's not in this season maybe not even half as much as he was last no but he's always you know the whole bit with him you know maybe has to adopt sorry was good his interactions <laughs> with powell as weird as they are i like them um 
it just yeah, he's a he's a solid character. He's really good character, I thought. And plus, he's got got that Dennis Franz voice going on. He hates machines. <laughs> All right, so let's close this off, Paul, with your favorite episode of season two of Transformers Animated. It is a fistful of energon. Ding, ding, I know ding. it's the. The uh, the drugs are bad episode, but it it's a prowl episode. It's a star scream episode, and then lockdown right out of nowhere. He's here too, and like they got the moon's gravity right you know, yep. for a bit, and then it was non-existent. Uh, Nick died in that episode, <laughs> and uh, and then and star scream just pulled one over on everybody. Yeah, you know what? And I've been thinking about that episode, like when I was writing down this list. The whole drugs are bad thing could almost just be reclassified as a puberty story oh he's teenager now and he's moody yeah you know it's a stretch i know but i was just trying to find a a way to remove the one thing i didn't like about the episode everything else i thought was great i think that angle would have worked if it had been on had been bumblebee instead of prowl like prowl's a little too old to be doing the moody teenager thing maybe yeah but bumblebee couldn't handle himself like prowl could there's no way that lockdown would want to team up with bumblebee oh yeah bumblebee would trip and fall and smack his head off the you know eye beam or something (laughs) and then insist he was fine but uh yeah everything about oh the fucking uh warehouse standoff that was so good yeah at the end pretty much everything about that and i'm i'm very glad that they prowl didn't keep the gear and like look like samurai prowl from then on i I like that he went back to normal it was from beginning to end a really good episode with a couple fun twists in it yes it was a very good episode but uh special commendation to garbage in garbage out because weird al because weird al absolutely (laughs) yeah because weird is the only thing that saved that episode when i was writing my list my first thought was like can i make it garbage in garbage out but i realized it the only saving grace of that episode is his performance Sorry, not the only one. I don't want to sound like a crumb bum, but it is by far the best part of the episode. Oh, yeah. It's just perfect. It is. If you want to see two two things who aren't perfect, yeah, sure. We'll go with that. (laughs) Uh, You can find us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, and Kurt Henning's on there because he's dead. And uh, if you want to, (laughs) I'm going to get in shit for that. But uh, make sure you rate and review us in your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming! See you later. Hey, this is Real Smoked Salmon from Nova Scotia, Canada, $24.95 a pound. It only cost me $14.12 after tax, though. I'm giving this whole thing as a promotional expense. That's why I invited clients instead of friends. You having a good time, Mark?